1: We are so glad to have you with us today. Thank you for taking the time to be with us and we invite you. Expect to hear answers for your life. We're believing God with you for answers for your life. And uh, not only will the things that are taught out of the word today on the broadcast be a help and a blessing, but many times, what God will say to you just while you're sitting under the teaching of the Word. Sometimes He'll say something to you that never came out of my mouth, but you don't want to miss it. You want to take note of it. So we invite you, take notes on things that would uh, would stand up in your heart, what God would say to you. Amen. We've been looking at the past couple of episodes about growing up spiritually, our spiritual growth and development. It's so, so important. Um, I'm, I' I've been starting this talking about a question that was asked me um, in an interview a, a little time ago, and uh, the interviewer asked me and said, "What has been the darkest day of your life?" And my answer to them was, "The hardest time in my life was not a day, it was a season. Right.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. When I was a spiritual baby, <laughs> when I was young spiritually, and did not know what the Word said, did not know the benefits Uh of belonging to Christ, did not know what belonged to me in Christ, the devil took advantage of that season. And uh, you say, well, Pastor Nancy, I'm a spiritual baby. Does that mean life is gonna be hard? Just know this, Jesus is the intercessor at the right hand of the father and he ever liveth to make intercession. You have divine help. And when people are spiritual babies, they have more of that help than any other time. And it's wonderful, right? When you were a baby, just naturally... Physically, when you were a child, you got more help being carried around, (laughs) right? (laughs) Many would help carry you around. They don't carry you around today. Why? Because you're not in that same position. And so, know this even when we're spiritual babies, we have divine help to help us through those seasons. But I knew this that the devil would take advantage of what I didn't know. And uh, I was hungry to grow. And I know you're hungry to grow. Yes. That's why you feed on broadcasts like this and you, mm-hmm. you study the word along with us because we're hungry to grow. And yes. that's so important. You know, a, naturally, no one is born a full grown adult, mm-hmm. right? You're right. born a child and you grow to adulthood. Yes. Same thing spiritually. Yeah. We have to keep growing. Yes. There's no ceiling, on how far we can go. Right. And uh, we don't compare ourselves to other people and say, well, you know, I'm more spiritual or more developed than they are spiritually. That's not our stopping point. No. Right. <laughs> because we are to come into the fullness of the stature of Christ, that He's our measuring stick. Yes. He's the one that showed us that when someone is developing spiritually and develops spiritually, what can be accomplished? Yes. What kind of fruit their life will produce. That's right. And so how do we know we're growing up? Well, one thing, if our faith isn't growing, our spiritual life isn't growing. We have to have a faith that's growing because all the things we, all the things we receive of God and all the things we are doing the word, it's by faith. Amen. And so as our faith is growing, our spiritual life is growing and developing. And, um, How many of you know when you're faith people, you're a doer of the word? Faith is an act. It's not just uh, saying, oh, I know what the word says. It's I'm doing what the word says. And so uh, we've been looking at 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, the Amplified Translation. Peter was writing, and heaven gives us an instruction, gives us a a command in this verse. Um, Peter wrote, like newborn babies, Mm -hmm. you should crave thirst for earnestly desire the pure unadulterated spiritual milk that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation. So notice this, he's talking specifically to babies, but he's telling them, what should you be doing? You should crave, you should desire, you should be interested in growing up spiritually. Uh Our spiritual growth does not depend on God. It depends on our hunger to grow. And that we take action to feed ourselves, develop spiritually. And of course, God has given us his word whereby we can grow. But it's not up to God that we grow up. It's up to us. And this is why Peter wrote and said, you should crave or you should thirst for and you should earnestly desire. He said, you start out with milk, but you don't stay with milk. You go on and you have the meat of the word. Amen. And so don't just be content to be where you've been. Uh look to grow, keep pressing. And how many of you know the devil would love for us to remain young because then he can hinder us? Right. He can take advantage of those who don't who aren't skillful in the word of righteousness. Right. And so we need to grow up. Uh, we must grow up if we're really to enjoy to the full what's been provided for us. You know, you can have a child that is born into a family of great wealth. And in that family, in that household, uh, they own many wonderful things, many wonderful devices, properties, homes, vehicles. But when that, when that baby is born, he's not enjoying any of it himself. He can't drive the car. Right. <laughs> you know, he can't get up and walk into a room, turn on a light and partake of what's in that room. Right. There are things uh, that are within reach, mm-hmm. but he doesn't enjoy as a baby. Sure. That's true. As he grows, he begins to be able to partake Of more things. Well, we're of the household of faith. And I tell you what, there are so many blessings. There is so much that's contained in this household of faith. It is a rich inheritance that belongs to us. And as we grow, we're able to skillfully partake of what belongs to us in Christ in a greater way. Amen. So we want to grow up and not be content to remain spiritual babies. We were saying on the previous episode, how do we know if we're growing? Growing if we're, if our spirit's leading us instead of our mind and our body. Uh-huh. That's right. Right. That's Amen. As our spirit is strengthened and grows, it's fortified and strong and made stronger so that it can take the lead and keep our mind and body under the control and the dominion of our spirit. Amen. 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 Now, I want to uh, go a little bit further with this today. I want to tell about a vision that Brother Hagin had. Now, Kenneth e. Hagen was our spiritual father. He's been, he went home to be with the Lord in 2003. But for decades, he was the spiritual father to my husband and I. Um, he has a book called I Believe in Visions. I would recommend you get hold of it. It'll be a blessing to you. Um, because he was such a sound, balanced minister of the Word that brought such truth uh, to the body of Christ. And although although these are visions that happened to him, they happened also for us because we can learn something from them. I want to refer to a vision that he had. It's called the hospital visitor. And um, he had, when he was younger in ministry, he had had an accident, he had slipped on some, he had slipped uh, on, on the ground and he had landed on his elbow and dislocated his elbow. So they had taken him to the hospital It wasn't broken, but the doctor said, you know, the muscles are out of place, ligaments, we have to put that back. So we'll have to, you know, put you under anesthesia and do that. So because they had him under anesthesia, they said, we just want you to stay a couple of days overnight in the hospital just so we can observe you. Mm -hmm. And so he was in that place just after they had done that procedure on him. And he was one night uh, in the evening, early evening reading his Bible sitting in the hospital bed and uh, the door to his hospital room was partially opened and he heard footsteps coming down the corridor of the hospital. He thought it was a nurse that he was hearing and he looked up at the time that this person walked into his room and it wasn't a nurse, it was Jesus who walked in Mm -hmm. and there was a chair in the room so Jesus pulled up a chair and sat down next to him and for the next hour and a half talked to him about Uh, this event that had just happened to him, this accident that he'd had. But then he went on and talked to him about some things regarding the ministry. But I wanted to refer just to a small portion of this vision of something that Jesus said to him. Jesus said this to Brother Hagin. He says, now you understand um, that it is my best is that my people never be sick, ever be operated on or have an accident. but he said, but very few people ever walk in my best. Mm -hmm. Now he's talking about his people. And he said, there's a number of reasons why, Mm -hmm. why my people become sick, Mm -hmm. have to be operated on and have accidents. Mm -hmm. Um, he says, number one, many times they don't know what belongs to them what's that's been right. provided for them. Yes. So that's a number one reason. What's he talking about? Ignorance. Yes. Spiritual babies don't know what belongs right. to them. That's, right. that's why we want to grow. Right. Because we learn what belongs to us in Christ and we eliminate this first reason why people don't enjoy the best.
2: Amen. Yes.
1: We don't want to, to remain ignorant. We want to grow. Yes. Ignorant does not mean unable to learn. It means untaught. Right. That's right. Amen. So we don't want to remain untaught. It is our privilege to be taught the Word. Yes. Feed on the Word for ourselves. Be under a pastor who's going to teach us the Word. Right. Be under good, sound, balanced Bible teaching. Yes. Because as we sit under right teaching, we learn right things. That's right. If we sit under unsound teaching, we learn unsound ways. Yes. But we are to sit under sound Bible based teaching. What does that do? It runs ignorance out. We don't want the devil's counting on our ignorance Mm -hmm. to work his plan against us because when people are ignorant, they don't know how to take their stand against the enemy. So this is what I was talking about when I was a spiritual baby. This was a difficult season for me. Mm -hmm. It was the hardest season of my life simply because I did not know what belonged to me. I didn't know how to exercise my authority. Mm -hmm. Now, don't misunderstand me. Jesus stepped in and helped me in a special way and got me through that. Uh, And he does that for every believer. But uh, he expects us to grow. Amen. He expects yeah. us to grow. Yeah. So Jesus said to Dad Hagen in that vision, he said, the primary reason why many don't en- enjoy my best is because they don't know what belongs to them. Mm-hmm. Right. The second thing he said, um, is even if they do know what belongs to them, many times they are weak in faith. Mm. Mm. What's now remember what I said, if our faith isn't growing, our spiritual life isn't right. developing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter that we know something if we can't lay hold of it. Yes. Yes. And it's faith that lays hold of things right. that belong to us in Christ. Yes. All Christ has purchased for us; it all belongs to us. Yes. But it's only faith that can receive it, yes. that lays hold of it. Therefore, yes. we need to have a strong faith. Why? Because the the stronger our faith, the more we can lay hold of, of what right. belongs to That's us. Right. Amen. Amen. Now you say, well, Pastor Nancy, what about those who don't have strong faith? Well, God has made other ways right. to assist people. You can have the prayer of agreement. Someone yes. else can agree with you in prayer yes. to assist you. But it's not so we can remain spiritual babies. No. Right. Amen. It's to assist us as we're growing. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. And then the number three reason that Jesus said to Dad Hagan that day of why people, his people don't always enjoy his best is because number three, they're in disobedience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. So number one, not knowing what's ours in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number two, even if we do know, not having a faith, having a faith that's too weak to receive what belongs to us in Christ, and number three, disobedience. So that's a divine checklist for us, right? Yes. And so we need to grow up. We need to find out what belongs to us. We need to we need to feed our faith so we can uh, lay hold, receive what belongs to us. And number three, we need to obey.
0: Yes.
1: Now, um, Dad Hagen also coupling with this, he was talking about a, um, an event that happened in the life of one of his relatives in his own family. There was one of his relatives that had uh, been diagnosed with cancer and it would have certainly meant a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, this relative was born again. Yeah. They were a child of God, mm-hmm. but they had never developed their own faith; they had never developed and grown up, grown spiritually beyond a babyhood stage. And so, um, Dad Hagen, of course, would pray for this relative. And I don't know it, how long the process took uh, before they were healed, but they were completely healed of that condition. And so that was due to Brother Hagen's faith. See, God will allow someone to join their faith right. with us. Yes. And so she was completely, this relative was completely healed. Five years later, they were, this relative was again diagnosed with another case of cancer. The doctors told them though, this is not related to the first one. This is, it's not a, a showing up of the, of the, of this, a recurrence of it. This is completely different. Right. So brother Hagen again went to God and said to him, you know, uh, releasing his faith in her behalf, but God spoke back to him. And, um, he said to her, he said, he said to dad Hagen rather, your faith cannot lay hold of this for her this time. And this is what he said. He said, she tasted of my goodness. Mm -hmm. When she received healing, when you believed me, Mm -hmm. she tasted of my goodness Mm -hmm. and said, but she never did anything in the last five years to develop herself spiritually. She never, she did not take any action to feed on the word, Mm -hmm. to develop her faith. And now she needs it. Mm -hmm. You see, and she's not done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so, what was it? Was God withholding healing? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. disobedience yes. to grow. That's
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm.
1: When the Word tells us, let me go back here to First Peter chapter two, verse mm-hmm. two. Like newborn babes, you should crave, thirst, earnestly desire the pure, unadulterated spiritual milk, that by it you may be nurtured and grow. See, he's telling us, grow, right. That's right. grow up. Yes. And then in verse five, it reads, come and like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house. What's he saying? We need to grow up. Yes. This is not a suggestion. Right. He's telling us how to enjoy what belongs to us, grow. Right. Spiritually develop. Yes. Your faith needs to grow. Your faith needs to develop. Yes. Now, I want you to look at verse three. We, we jumped over that, but I'm going to go back to it now. So he tells us in verse two that we're to grow. Verse three, since you have already tasted the goodness and kindness of the Lord, come to him. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Once he's, you've tasted of how good he's been to you, he expects you to come to him and keep growing. He doesn't expect you to abandon your spiritual life. Right but come to him. And this is what Jesus said to dad Hagen about this relative. She had tasted of my goodness, but she didn't come to me. She just neglected to, to, to feed on the word. And then, um, then God said further to brother Hagen, he said, because she's your relative, she could have had any of your books She could have had any of your teaching materials free of charge. It wouldn't have cost her anything. What was the problem? She wasn't interested in growing up spiritually so that when she needed her faith, it wasn't there when she needed to be able to lay hold of something. So what am I saying? Don't be afraid. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, I haven't grown. Well, now you can start now. Start today. Amen. Because I tell you what, um, you know, you can, you can watch a child and it might be a longer process for them when they start in the first grade to get all the way through, uh, you know, the 12th grade or however far they go in school. And it took 12 years. But, you know, as adults and as we're older, it wouldn't take us that long again if we had to repeat that process, would it? Right. I mean, we could go quick. Yeah. Y- you can, you can. Um, it, the more you give yourself to the Word, the faster you'll go. Oh, the good. faster you'll grow. If we just give a nod to it occasionally, we slow down the process, yeah. but we can, we can just um, fill up yes. on the Word fill up. and we can catch up. Yes. I said, we can catch yes. up. Yes. So it wasn't God, God wasn't judging her. Yeah. God wasn't sentencing her. She just didn't do what the Word said. Oh,
2: that's right. Why
1: does the Word tell us to grow? so that we can be prepared and receive all that God's provided for us. Amen. So she had tasted of the goodness of God, but that wasn't just so she could sit back and not tend to her spiritual life. She was reliant upon the faith of another. Now, Brother Hagan taught us this. And it's so important to, to recognize. He said this, he says, I was always able to pray and use my faith on behalf of a relative to pray him out of death once, but God never let me pray him out, de- out of death twice. Wow. Why? Because that's not what God's doing. God's not creating someone who is dependent on other people. That's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. God tells us to grow. He's not withholding healing from anyone. He's not withholding help. He's saying they're going to have to take it on their own, receive some things on their own. I remember, you know, there was 20 years difference between my husband and I. And when I married him, he uh, had been in the ministry almost 20 years, but I I had only been saved in Filled with the Holy Ghost, a very just a couple of years, so I was very young spiritually when I married him. But I remember that there came a time, uh, just a few years after we got married, that there were some attacks on me that I, I faced, and I remember God. Uh, my husband said to me one day, he said, "You know, I, I talked to God and I said, God, let me deal with that for her." And God says, "No, you can't." He said, "She's got to grow." And he said, if you do it for her, she'll never grow. Right.
0: Wow. And
1: what I learned from that season of testing, I'm teaching on this broadcast today. Yes. I'm yes. teaching. So I have yeah. taught. Yeah. Um, when I started the daily broadcast here, mm-hmm. um, God told me to start on the mind. Mm-hmm. For 80 episodes, I taught on skill in the mind. Yeah. I learned that through those seasons of me learning the word for myself, being a doer for myself. And now it's feeding the lives of other people. That's why God wants us to grow because it doesn't just help us. It helps others that we can come in contact with. Amen. Amen. He turns us into a blessing. And I'm so glad that God did not um, allow my husband to do the victory for me, yes. Yes. to receive victory in my behalf, so yeah. to speak, wow. because now my husband's not here. What if I'd have been leaning on my husband right. for victory? That's true. You Amen. see, Amen. um, so brother Hagan made this statement. He said, God would always allow me to use my faith for my relatives once for, to pray them out of death. He's talking about life and death situations. Yeah, right, right. He said, but what he's saying, I couldn't do that repeatedly. Right. Why? Because once they would have experienced the goodness of God, God expected them to come. Yeah. Remember, yeah. now let's read it again. I want to read that again. First Peter chapter thir- chapter two, verse three, this is the Amplified Classic. Since you have already tasted the goodness and kindness of the Lord. So see when dad Hagen would pray for his relatives and they would taste a victory. Mm-hmm. taste of deliverance, taste of healing right. because of his faith employed for them. Mm-hmm. Notice verse four, come to him yes. and you be built up as a living stone, you see. Yes. So that's what God doesn't let someone else help us so that we can not do anything toward our own spiritual development. Right. Right. So because, because that spiritual development didn't take place in this relative's life, she did not enjoy all God had for her. Did she go to heaven? Sure she did. But she didn't have to go as soon as she did. Amen. Now, the longer we're saved, the more God expects of us. I said, the longer we're saved, the more God expects of us. God is helping us to grow and to develop. He wants us to have our own faith. Why? Because then we can exercise our faith to receive what God has for us. That's the safe place, is to know how to receive for ourselves what God's made ours. It's not safe to have to lean on somebody else all the time, because what if you can't reach them in a time of emergency? (laughs) Amen. We we need for our own. Yes. We need for our own welfare. And we trained our children. You're going to have to have faith for yourself. As they were young, we would demonstrate faith. We would join our faith. But as they got older and became came into young adulthood, we demanded that they use their own. God's yes. doing that for us. And it's a kindness. Yes. It's God being good to us. Yes. Amen. Yes. We're all growing. Yes. And I say this, we're hungry to grow, aren't yes. we? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to keep going along this line. You don't want to miss it. And until now, next time that we see you remember this Jesus is the healer God bless you
0: to watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne visit Dufresne ministries.org
2: God has provided a way for his children to have ongoing visitations from him but many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org.
0: Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas at Church on the Rock, October 15th through the 19th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting your miracle.
2: Jesus gave us the key to his success. He stayed with the plan that God gave him to fulfill. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, God the Revealer of Secrets, you will learn how to know God's perfect will for your life and how to accomplish that divine plan. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. This
1: is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us in Murrieta, California at World Harvest Church for our annual Holy Ghost meetings. The dates are January the 5th through the 10th. We're inviting everyone to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and register. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless
0: you. If you have received a healing or have any other testimony to share with us as a result of this broadcast, we would love to hear about it. Please call us, write us, or contact us through our website.
2: If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle.